0: welcome to women who wine solving those problems
1: one, one glass, glass at a time. time i'm charmaine and i'm heidi welcome,
0: welcome to our show that's right welcome to the show it's the holiday show episode eight, charmaine. eight there's eight eight wow eight closing the year with episode number eight Yay! what are we going to talk about Well, we're going to talk about holidays that are happening not only here, but in other places of the world, because holidays that we celebrate and traditions that we practice are a significant part of what binds our families and cultures. Holidays and celebrations are some of the best times to gather with family, to create lifelong memories, and families around the world cherish these different traditions together. So, of course, you know, I like to look things up, so (laughs) (laughs) in most European countries, the gifts are exchanged on Christmas Eve, which is December 24th. Right. In keeping with that notion, baby Jesus was born on the night of the 24th. I am European, and so we have always done family Christmas on the 24th. Oh, wow. However, the morning of the 25th has become time for gift exchanges in North America.
1: Yeah, so Adam, my husband, he his family is from the East Coast, from Connecticut, And they would celebrate on the 24th, not the 25th. They would stay up till midnight. They would open their presents at midnight and then they would go to bed like when the sun was coming up or whatever. And so the 25th was a day of sleeping in and eating and cooking and whatever. So, but my family does it on the 25th. Do you know why? We celebrate Christmas on the 25th? I do not. Well, I have some little tidbits of information for you on that. Please
0: share. Please
1: share. Okay. So Christmas, the cultural celebration of Christmas being on the 25th didn't happen actually until third century, 336 A.D. Okay. What is that? It was a long time
0: ago. How about
1: that? (laughs) It was a long time. So 336 A.D. So the church in Rome began formally celebrating Christmas on December 25th in 336 during the reign of the Emperor Constantine. He had made Christianity the effective religion of the empire.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: However, choosing the date of the 25th, there were several layers about why they chose that That date. date. Yes. Number one, back then, they celebrated the 25th as the longest night of the year, the shortest day of the year. Okay. Okay? Uh, and nowadays, we celebrate it as December 21st is the longest, longest night. Longest day. Okay. Longest night, 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 night. Shortest day. But back then, they did it as the 25th. Well, they had a Roman festival. Um Uh, celebrating it was the birthday of the god Mithra who is a god of light and loyalty and so they would celebrate the birth of this god of light and loyalty and I
0: have it here it's so interesting how all of these Different things
1: sort of tie into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the church chose December 25th to hijack the Roman holiday Dies Natalis Solis Evicti. That's which is the Right? And I probably didn't say it right. The birthday of the sun, which celebrates the sun god Sol Invictus. That was adopted by the emperor Aurelian in 274 AD. So it was when they would have um large gatherings they would get together on the twenty fourth and then on the twenty fifth when the sun rose, it was a big celebration because they had gotten through the the night the, the night and now the days were gonna start getting longer and longer and longer
0: okay, I like that that okay. makes sense so the rebirth of the of sun. The sun Right. S-u-n, not s-u-n, the Sun.
1: S O N. Right. Right. And so they were saying that the church made it on the twenty-fifth to coincide with other pagan celebrations as well. So I just I, I like to look up the origin origin of things and so
0: Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, I know a lot of families do Christmas Eve opening presents together and then also Christmas Day. It's a big family getting together at one person's house, and then the next day they all do their own family presents together on the 25th. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people make it work however they need to make it work. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So on that note, I'm going to talk about some wine and make that work. Oh. How does that sound? (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Good segue. So I chose Josh Cabernet. And the reason I chose this, I have not had this one before, but I've had the Sauvignon Blanc and the Chardonnay. And I really like the wines. And so I thought, well, um, it's, it's cool for California right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say cold. It's cool. <laughs> Relatively speaking. Right. Um, and I thought it would just be a nice red for us to try. And so let's go ahead and pour that, Charmaine, a little bit. Open that up. We actually took the cork out before, but we're going to pour a little bit. You go. Thank you. you. Got it. Yep. Thank okay. you. Okay. You. Got your glass full. All right and we might make a noise on the table but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh well, let's cheers first. Let's see how this here, we'll taste it together for the okay. first time. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so very first thing when it hits my tongue is like velvety. Mhm.
0: That's very smooth. Yeah. But it's 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 a smooth bold. How does that sound?
1: Yes. It will definitely smooth, but it does have um what is
0: that? I don't know. Let's see. What does it say? Does it it's say like, on the bottle?
1: are my taste buds off? It's okay, I want to say like go.
0: clove or blackberry, hazelnut, and cinnamon. So the cinnamon is That must were, be what I was mm-hmm. tasting. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really nice. And it's interesting about this because When we talk about following your dream and making things happen and your passion, that's exactly what Joseph Carr did with this wine. It's interesting. I went to the website and in 2001, his wife and he were talking and they really loved wine and kind of said, let's try to figure this out and make our own wine. And they did. He quit his job and in 2015, they sold over a million cases. Wow, that is that is making your dreams happen right there. It is. And they have uh, 10 different varietals right now. And so I would definitely suggest if you're into Cabernet and you want to try one that you haven't tried before, try Josh. Really good.
1: It says here on the back of the bottle, I created my wines as a tribute to my dad, Josh. He's always on my mind. Aww. And it was signed Joseph.
0: Yeah, I'm so- I was like,
1: why is it Joseph if it is... The winery is Josh. And then I just glanced up and there it was. Because of his
0: father. Yep. that's I love it. That's great. And you can get this pretty much anywhere. Right. Any any grocery stores. So highly recommend that. All right. Uh, very
1: tasty. Yes. Bold. Very fruit forward. Mm-hmm. Very fruit forward. It would be good with um, uh, something that can really stand up to that. Right. Chocolate. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. We'll chocolate, call the- maybe a
0: nice steak.
1: Yeah, Sounds good. good.
0: You can do the steak. I'll do the chocolate. Well, maybe <laughs> I'll do both. Uh, so, again, let's uh, go back to some more of these holiday traditions around the world. And I picked some that Charmaine and I both actually uh, have traveled to. And the first one I'm going to talk about is in the Bahamas and Junkanoo. Is their celebration and their festival that goes from December 26th through New Year's Day. And oh, this they, is They really live it up. They do. And it's fun. I actually was doing a show and working in Freeport, Bahamas, and was lucky enough to be there for this. And it's a huge party on the street, and people are doing the drums and the whistles and dancing, and the costumes are beautiful. So that is what they do in the Bahamas, Junkanoo.
1: All right. Very Japan.
0: Yeah, Japan has its own tradition, and you're probably going to be surprised. But if you were going to guess, what do you think that a tradition for the Japanese would be to celebrate holiday,
1: like around Christmas time mm-hmm. or New Year? Yeah, or New Year's. Um, I would say probably like, like some
0: sort of festival of light. Okay. Well. Surprise, surprise, it involves Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? No. <laughs> for three <What>? 3.6 <laughs> million families, that's millions, millions of families, purchase their dinner at the fast food franchise during the holiday. And they do it... <laughs> Heidi's <laughs> laughing because I'm sitting here with my mouth just open, I staring know. at her. But uh, So this tradition started in the 70s, and KFC launched this campaign, which I don't remember, probably because we were too young. Uh, but this campaign selling a bucket of fried chicken and wine. What? <laughs> fried chicken, KFC, and wine. So for whatever reason, this campaign in Japan went over big, and you know they have to order this weeks in advance. Sure, like we sure order
1: Thanksgiving dinner. Like if yep. we want to order Thanksgiving dinner from a from a grocery store, or whatever, we have to order weeks in
0: advance. So yeah. So the same thing. So of course, I love the fried chicken with wine. <laughs> Fits in with our show. I don't know. The Josh might be good with fried chicken. Well, maybe we'll try it. <laughs> All right, Charmaine, what? Who do you have?
1: Um, I have Iceland, a visit from the Yule Lads. So. My husband and I went to uh, Finland and uh, Iceland to go see the Northern Lights. And uh, so I get to do talk about Iceland. So for 13 days before Christmas, tradition holds that a mischievous pack of troll-like figures known as the Yule Lads, try saying that five times fast, visit local children. And according to lore, a different lad visits every night to reward or punish kids by leaving something behind in an empty shoe.
0: I love it. So they got shoes. We've got stockings.
1: Yep. Yep. And I know in, in, in uh, like Dutch, they talk about the kids leaving their shoes by the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in the UK, uh, I don't think this is at, um, like Christmas time but I do know like for the solstice for the winter solstice right uh, they watch sunset over Stonehenge and enormous crowds gather in southern England to celebrate the shortest day of the year in the northern hemisphere the winter solstice at the prehistoric monument of Stonehenge joining local groups of pagans and druids for an ancient tradition and I think I read somewhere and I should have looked this up, but maybe you guys will want to look it up, you know? Right. Um, but that the way that the sun comes up on the winter solstice hits like a shaft of light. Like, like it comes through one of the stones like that has yes. a hole in it and hits another stone like right at a certain spot.
0: I feel like I remember something that I read as well, why... It's you know so enthralling and appealing to people because it's pretty spectacular. How yeah, that happens. It,
1: like it it hits like just the right and and I should have done research on it and I didn't. But That's oh well. Okay. But oh well, it's okay. And then Christmas in Finland. Now this is fascinating to me because I was in Finland during a snowstorm, and I'm not really quite sure how they are going to go about doing this. But let me at least read to you what this says. So on Christmas Eve in Finland families place a single lit candle in the snow next to the graves of their loved ones. The candles are a symbol of resurrection and a reminder that ancestors will live again. And in this way, Christmas in Finland is a family-centered holiday, just like it is in a lot of other cultures. Like you said at the beginning, it's a way to bring families together. The time of remembrance and a right. time of peace and a time of healing and... um apologizing and healing wounds and that type of thing now what i am curious about is being in finland in this snowstorm and i have crazy pictures of it like there's no way those candles are staying lit so i don't know if they put a tent i don't know
0: right how do they protect i need to
1: see pictures of this
0: although i wonder if they would maybe use the the little candles with the batteries Oh. Enable to and I don't know. So I'm not this is not a fact. I'm just saying maybe t- to be able to do the tradition. Well,
1: nowadays, but what about
0: back when they started?
1: I don't know. That's another thing know. that we're gonna have to all look up.
0: If and anybody if- knows this, we would love to know. Yeah. Reach out to us on our social media.
1: Yeah. Facebook, it's women who wine. That's I-T-Z. ITZ Women Who Wine, all one word. And Instagram, same thing. It's Women Who Wine. ITZ Women Who Wine. All right. So, how do you celebrate Christmas and the holiday, Heidi?
0: I would celebrate with my family back in Kansas City. However, my parents have both uh, left this earth and are in heaven. So, I now go back in October to see the family uh, because it's very hard to travel with the weather and I got really tired of getting canceled flights and not being able to get there.
1: At Christmas time. At Christmas time. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, you know, that's kind of how we adjusted doing things. So here, um, you know, a lot of it's with friends, with Steven, with the girls, uh, getting together and just being with each other. We're not big present givers. Mm -hmm. It's more just having a meal, you know, having some wine and just being together and talking. One of the things I like to close the year out with is I have a little glass jar that I write throughout the year things I want to let go of. Oh. Right? Okay. Things that, you know, maybe didn't go so well, negative things that happened, things that happened to friends, health-wise. It could be anything Mm -hmm. that I put in this jar. And then before midnight on New Year's Eve, I light them all on fire and throw it out to the universe. and then. Again, I don't make resolutions, but it's just starting a new year. I like that.
1: I like that. We used to do a jar of things we were thankful for, and read them on Thanksgiving. Like we would do it for the whole year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's it's uh, it brings back some really fun memories. Oh, that's right, that happened. You know. Yeah. So, same idea, but different. different. <laughs> right. Yeah. My family is uh, very different. My family tradition is very different. Uh,
0: My family is crazy. Uh, If you listen to episode seven, (laughs) (laughs) family dynamics over the holiday. Charmaine went into that. My family is crazy. Um, So
1: back when I was a baby, my mother's mother decided that she wanted to make Christmas Really special. And so she made my grandfather get up on the roof and tromp around like it was Santa uh, to try to get me to go to sleep, which had the opposite effect. Of course, I was like, why Where's do Santa? I? But um, we have a lot of traditions that we still follow to this day that started back then. One of them is that every year uh, a different person dresses up as Santa and wakes everybody up. We have a bell. And so we dress up as Santa. And we were trying like every year, it's like, who is supposed to do it this year? And we have a list. <laughs> and and then like when the kids grow up, like at a certain point, they get to be Santa, right. you know, and I got to be the Santa mentor to my niece last year. Aww. She just turned 16 this year. So um, it was, it was really fun. It's a fun tradition. Um, And now that most of us are older and we don't want to get up at six o'clock, we're like, so what time should Santa wake people up? (laughs) You know, so we all know. But and then Santa is in charge of handing out the gifts to people. We Mm -hmm. don't just go and grab gifts.
0: I like that. Santa
1: hands to make sure that everybody gets equal time. And um, then my dad would make Christmas bread. So and he would sometimes spend days on it and he would make Christmas bread. He's gone now. Um, and so we don't really do that Mm -hmm. anymore because we're, um, although my husband did try it one year and it turned out pretty good, but it's just so time intensive, you know, and he usually is busy doing other things. Right. And so we get up, Santa wakes everybody up and we go out and Santa hands out presents and we eat the bread, the Christmas morning bread. And then after presents, then Some people go and make breakfast, and it's always the same breakfast. We go and make breakfast while the other team cleans up the mess from the presents. And then we eat breakfast, and then after breakfast, we do stockings. And we do stockings very differently than what a lot of people do. What do you do? Okay. Most people, stocking stuffers are just little tiny things. Well, in my family, we have a price limit, and you cannot spend more than
0: that price –
1: per person. So I can only spend, like, it used to be a dollar. I could only spend a dollar on my mother, a dollar on my father, a dollar on my brother, a dollar on my grandfather. And what
0: year was that, Charmaine?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I won't say. (laughs) I'm not going to say. But um, now it's five dollars. Like, we've raised it to five dollars. So you can't spend more than five dollars per person. We don't wrap them. Mm -hmm. And there's no indication who gave it to you. So you just, and one person at a time on Christmas Eve, they go in and they stuff the stockings and then the next person goes in and stuff. So we don't know who gave us what. What, And so we dump the stockings out and then we have to guess who gave us what.
0: Those are some really beautiful and fun traditions. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Creative. Good. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah. The, the, um, you gotta be, the stocking sometimes gets to be. Not so great anymore because it used to be you really had to think through what you were going to get a person. Right. We didn't have 99-cent stores. We didn't have Dollar Tree. Right. Right. We didn't have Walmart. We didn't have any of that. So you had to really look and figure out, okay, what can I get this person for this tiny amount of money mm-hmm. that they will enjoy and use? Like one year, I could not figure it out. It was $2. I went and got everybody lottery tickets (laughs) like I was and we had all sorts of fun. Right. And my grandfather won something and my mom won something. And so it it added a spark of fun
0: Mm -hmm. to the to the celebration. I like it with a modern twist. Yeah. So, you know, I would love if you guys want to share on our social media some fun family traditions that you have. It's just always I love hearing what other people do and who knows maybe what somebody out there is doing could spark something for somebody who sees it or has listened to us today. Yeah, absolutely. I want to pop right in just real quick. Of course.
1: So my brother's best friend, um, he didn't really have Christmas holiday growing up. And when he and his wife had a baby, he decided that he wanted to give his kids a, a good Christmas. So one Christmas Eve, we are sitting as my me and my brother and mom and dad and the doorbell rings. We're sitting at the table eating dinner and the doorbell rings on Christmas Eve. And we're like, "What?" and my dad opens the door and there's a little baby in a bassinet on the front porch of my parents' house. Just the baby, just the baby in a little bassinet. Oh my gosh. And we were like, uh, and my dad goes, um, there's a baby on the front porch. (laughs) And so we all come running and then my brother goes, of course, recognizes that it's his His. best friend's baby. And they pop out, surprise! They, like, drove four and a half hours to come down to be with us for Christmas because they wanted to know what a family Christmas was like so that they could incorporate our traditions into their family celebration.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's, like, really... Touching, isn't it? So sweet. That's given me, like, a little teary eyes. Yeah. Yeah, which... You know, Charmaine, my gosh, I love how everything kind of segues, and it just segues into our quote of the day. Tell me, what's the quote of the day? So this is by William Hazlitt, and this is what your family showed your brother's friends. A gentle word, a kind look, and a good-natured smile can work wonders and accomplish miracles. Yeah.
1: We, of course, let them in. Bed them got them we had to you know rearrange bedrooms because we were all set up in the bedrooms I ended up sleeping on an air mattress on the floor in my parents bedroom that night so
0: I love it and that was probably one of the funnest Christmases it was it was
1: it was really fun I love it to be able to share our traditions with somebody else who was now going to make it theirs
0: Well, on that note, everybody, we want to wish everybody a beautiful holiday holiday. season. Yes. And here's to looking to a bright and beautiful new year, a good, healthy, positive 2023. So we hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to you joining us in the new year. year. I know. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, Quantica, as I like to say. And uh, happy new year.
0: Absolutely. All right. Cheers. cheers.
1: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily represent those of our employers, guests, or products to which we refer. Cheers.